welcome you to Women's Power, our Mentoring for Greatness podcast. This is Module 2, Week 5, and our focus is divorce-proofing your home. I am Regina Peters-Moore, your host mentor. I know no woman want to enter marriage planning to divorce. No woman want to go into marriage to fail. And so this lesson is to position you with many, many tools that will help you to, to surround your home with wisdom and the help of God so that you can be able to keep your marriage for your lifetime. Because that's what God desires, that you keep your marriage for a lifetime. So therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and the two shall become one. And that's it. You become one and be one for life. So, there are always um, learning curves and education time in marriage. But we want to look at various things that will help you to divorce-proof your home. First of all, you have to put value on your marriage. You know, the lesson has been divided to various um, things that you will do throughout that week. That's something you will learn on Monday, Tuesday, right down to Friday of the week. So it has been divided into small segments so that you can be able to take it a little bit at a time every day to learn these things, all right? The first thing on Monday is to put value on your marriage. Yeah, you, you took your time to, to pray. You took your time to plan. You took your time to make a wedding. You took your time to choose a partner. There are lots of things you took time to do before you get into that marriage. So value it. Some people have been praying for many, 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 many years before they finally got some their life partner. So if you've gotten that someone and you decide to marry that person, value that marriage all right because the enemy is seeking to devour homes so if you don't value it the enemy can come in and devour so have a right mindset for marriage coming with the right attitude to stay coming with the right attitude to work the marriage Walk out your salvation with fear and tremble. That's what Philippians 2.12 says. So, the same way you walk out your marriage with fear and trembling, yes, because you don't want to divorce. Don't say, if it's okay, I will stay. If it's not okay, I will leave. No, 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 no. You stay for good. That should be the plan. Use the word of God as your yardstick for your home. Um, Psalm 119 verse 105 said, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Use the word of God, not your tradition, not your culture. Now on Tuesday, you will learn how to choose advisors because it's very important that you have the right advisors around you, the right mentors for your home. In a multitude of counsel, the people are safe, Proverbs 11, 14. Know who you talk to. Don't talk to just anybody. Don't take your home issues to just anybody. Not people with failed marriages who don't know how to use their past failures positively to help others. Some people with failed marriages, they can give you negative advice. But whereas some other people, even though their marriages are failed, they use that, their failure, to help other people to stand. Don't do what I did. My marriage failed because I did this. And they use that to help you. Deal with issues promptly. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath, Philippians 4.26. You know, hearts, anger, unforgiveness should be dealt with promptly. Don't push things under the carpet. That means don't hide things that are happening in your home. Don't cover up by smiles and you in public you you smile, but at home you are full of tears. Don't build a time bomb waiting to explode when you don't talk things through. 
When you don't talk things to, it looks like a time bomb waiting to explode. Check where the problems are coming from because you are a woman of God. There can be external reasons. There can be internal reasons. External issues and internal issues. Watch which is the problem coming from. Now, the ones at home, internal issues can be people that you live with, ones that you need to use wisdom and the word of God to solve. You know, Proverbs 14 verse 1 says, A wise woman with her own hands build her house and the foolish one tears it down. Then the external issues, they can come from in-laws, third party, uh, fears, or people outside your home <laughs> setting. Extended family members, do not allow negative influence from these quarters to disrupt your home. External family members, you know, Genesis 2.24 says you should leave and cleave. If you don't leave and cleave, especially in the early years of your marriage, try to build intimacy before you allow people to come and live with you. It is not the best when your marriage is young to have people to live with you because you need to grow your home. Except you cannot, by all means, you have to let those people live with you. Then that's no problem. But if you can, you have to grow to a certain place before you can allow other people to live with you. Now on Wednesday, you should be able to understand or you should be able to learn what you will learn on Wednesday, sorry, is to understand your husband's love language. There are five love languages, so you need to try to find out which are your husband's love languages if it's physical church or if it's quality time or if it's receiving of gifts if it's acts of service or if it's words of affirmation all of these are the love languages so you ask your you look at your spouse life and you can be able to figure out or find out what is the one that matches your spouse and with that you can be able to know how to love your spouse effectively now, understand the benefits of submission. Many times women, we worry about submission, but submission is peace. Ephesians 5.22 says, Wife, submit to your own husband. Submission is peace. Submission is no weakness. It is strength on your side. Submission brings bliss to your home. It brings serenity and tranquility. You know, there are submission problems. You have to talk about it. You talk through the hindrances to submission. What are the things that hinder the woman to submit? Sometimes the woman has money more than the man. Sometimes the woman is older. Sometimes the woman is more spiritual. And the woman don't give the husband respect. Or maybe the kind of family background she come from. She, 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 they, don't, they don't listen to men. Or pride. Or they forget, a woman forgets her headship. She lacks humility. Or maybe she thinks she's more educated. All of those things can be submission problem. Then on Thursday, you will look at money issues. Money is a very important thing in marriage. It destroys marriages if it's not well handled. So learn about money issues, the importance, how you can deal with your marriage, how you can spread your financial responsibility. Put down what works for you. Many couples have their own. Some people joint account work for them. Some people it does not. Sometimes the woman... You are a helpmate. Remember that. You are not the breadwinner. You are the helpmate. You should help assist your husband. You should assist. You should help him. You are not the man, the one that should carry the load. It's the man that should carry the weight of the responsibility. Woman, you are to help in a way. Whatever way God can use you to assist to help do that. Another thing you need to learn is forgiveness. Remember Jesus forgive you. Matthew 6, 14. To say I'm sorry, to say please, to say thank you, to say I love you. You are not doing it for yourself. You do it for God and not yourself. Don't let him make you miss your blessing. Don't make your husband make you miss your blessing. 
connect and forgive. If you have child issues, if you have children before this marriage, don't hide them. Discuss them before the wedding. Talk to your your husband and tell them about the child you had or children you had in, with another person so that you will not cause problems in the marriage. There should be no deception. Don't deceive your spouse. Don't think the spouse is stupid so you don't tell them things. You have to be open. And on Friday, you will look about um, what deception, the, the, the problems that deception brings. If you don't work in trust, if you deceive your spouse, you know, you develop transparency, you, you have openness because openness eliminates problems and negative behavior. You work in trust, you trust your spouse. Then you will look at in-laws. What type of in-laws? I put here, helicopter mother-in-law. She's always there, hovering around your business, your children. They want to do. They want to know everything that is happening. They remote control you from afar. They control the homes. They decide, they're making decisions, all sorts. They remote your home. They tell you what car to buy, what, what school to put the children, what you should cook this week, what you should buy, blah, blah, blah. That's remote. You have to be careful so that in-laws don't take over your home. Your husband's friends. You have to be careful the choice of friends or married women, mistresses or married men. You know, idle women avoid wrong friendships. All right? So, these are the things you will look at in your lesson on divorce-proofing your home. And I trust that you will learn. And I'm going to take a short break now and give you a song. And then I come back and give you your feedback, what you need to get back to your mentor with. Alright? I hope you've learned a lot and put these things to practice to divorce-proof your home. God bless you.
Power Hour M4G podcast. This is module two, week five, and we are looking at divorce proofing your home. And we we've come back to our feedbacks. This is the feedback segment. The first place is your teaching orders because in the mentoring for greatness program, we want you to pass on your knowledge to other women. So the teaching orders will help you to have that ability. So you use these points in your in your workbook to go and. Talk to few women about how they can divorce-proof their own. So use this time to talk to women. Then you're going to add another 10 minutes that you heard the last time to your present um, prayer move. So your prayer move should have gone up a little bit from 10 more minutes. And then your reading assignment is to read a book on marriage or home building. Then you feed back your mentor on the areas you need in your home or your marriage and what steps you are taking to solve it. Then you share positive areas that you learned about in the lesson. Then you can tell your mentor if you were able to pray the additional 10 minutes. Then you show your mentor pictures or audio of you talking to the women on home building. Then you show the author and the cover of the book picture that you are reading on um, home building or marriage. So at the end of this lesson, you should have learned or you were learning some good tips on how to divorce-proof your home. Your prayer life should have gone up and you should have been able to help few more people to divorce-proof their home. And you should have read a book on marriage or home building. So if you don't have these expectations after this lesson, please talk to your mentor so that your mentor can help you get that done. Alright, so I'll see you again. Keep learning. I am Regina Petersmore, your host mentor. Get ready for Model 2. It's going to be exciting.